TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Pay attention, really listen, I hope you understand. Execute your vision, go and get it, be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man making. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman. Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on a degree. Not her name on a flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. Yo, legit. Yes, sir. T, what's up, bro? What's going on, brother? Everybody around the world, from London to UK to Hong Kong to Japan to Germany to motherfucking uh, Australia, I want you to meet my man, my right-hand guy, my writer and music, the great, the one and only, the JIT. You hear him every Monday on my podcast, the TK Kirkman Show, and this is him now doing his thing, got an album getting ready to come out, and we're just going to chop it up. So what's up, Jay? Yeah. Man, yes, sir. Man, I'm in uh, lovely LA this uh, this afternoon, man. Uh, just cool in the man. Uh, my okay. birthday's tomorrow. It's a good, it's a good vibe right now, bro. How you doing, T? All right, cool. So you know, I got to hook you up with my son because my son is the man out there, as far as going out and having a good time. Oh man, hey, yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah, you know, my son is he really doing things out there, so that's real cool. So now you dropped your album. What's the name of it? The name of the project is called Wet Tape, and the wet stands for Women's Erotic Testimony. Okay, so say it one more time. Wet Tape, W-E-T, the acronym is uh, Women's Erotic Testimony. Okay, cool. Erotic Testimony? Yeah, Women's Erotic Testimony, man. So it's really, uh, like, strictly for these ladies. Uh, talking, you know, we're talking that shit on there. You know, it's really something you can, if you're with your lady, you can take it in and listen to the whole project and be right. in a good zone, you know. Good, so yeah. Okay, I like that. Now, what made you come up with that, that idea? Man, just uh, just really like seeing the um the interaction I, I have with um some female fans. Um, so I wanted to do something to, to cater to them and really have something like you know target towards them and say, look, this is for y'all. You know, I want y'all to listen. To, you know, just something for them. You know, for catering. Right, 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 right. Okay, cool. Now, uh, what inspired you to do this type of music? Oh man, my, my inspiration comes from, from life, you know what I'm saying? I feel like music is emotion and um it's it's the only way when words fail, music speaks. So, you know, what we have, you know, to to say in our music is expression, you know, so we, we go through things ups and downs. Sometimes we happy that's why we can have some songs that are happy, some songs that are sad. It's just really right. something that's a relatable um a, rela- a relatable song is, is I feel like the best song. Because that's the one that are that, that would last, you know. Okay, right, right. I totally agree. Yeah. What, now that what, what you know, a lot of artists they get their faces tatted up and all this kind of stuff. And what what drives you to to grind and to do what you need to do? And and what's your like ultimate goal? Like, what is it that you're really trying to accomplish in the game? 
I mean, I, with, the, with the guys in the face test for the first part, that's, I mean, I, that's crazy. I feel like that's a trend. And, you know, I'm not too trendy, so I'd rather, uh, you know, skip out on some of them things. And sometimes, you know, I ask, like, would you put a, a, a bumper sticker, like, on the Bentley? You know what I'm saying? So why are you going to put, you know, tats on? I don't know. You know, it's, it's whatever. To each his own. All right. And, um, let me to, and let me explain to the listeners that might be, they faces tatted or your kids might got their face tatted. We're, oh, really? Always remember, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Don't, like, hit me and talk about all y'all hating. And I like I said, nobody's hating. What, what I'm trying to get young people and grown-ups to understand is that, as a man and a woman, you're entitled to your opinion. You shouldn't voice it. You shouldn't be afraid to say what you need to say, and we, you go from there. And your opinion isn't always hate. <laughs> you feel me? Right, Just right. Just your opinion, that doesn't mean you hate. You know, right, but I like around. that, though. It's like putting a, cat, a, a bumper stick on the Bentley. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, if you're thinking about it, you know, but, I mean, I got friends with cats on their face, and, you know, I, I call them crazy, you know what I'm saying, because right. they, they made that decision. It's like a line. It's like as soon as you get your, your, your face tatted, you, you cross the line. You're there. You got, ain't no going yeah. back. So. Yeah. Ain't no coming <laughs> back from that shit. Yes, sir. Ain't no coming back from that shit. So, now, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to my podcast. This gentleman and I have been working together for a while, and I just love his inspiration. Um... He also did the soundtrack to either my Netflix special or Amazon. We haven't closed the deal on that yet due to my attorney um, left one company and went somewhere else. Um, I'm looking for a major, major deal because I'm not just doing one Netflix special or Amazon special. I'm dropping something once a year, so the deal has to be set up that way. And this brother uh, and I wrote, um, this song called uh, Who Raised You. Was that the real Who Raised You? Yeah, the Who Raised You. Yeah, the Who Raised That's Who Raised yeah. Oh, that motherfucker call, y'all. So y'all look out for that at the beginning of the year um, when I dropped that in January, February. And the kid is just doing the thing. Now, how can they find your music? Uh, the music is up streaming everywhere online. If you don't have any streaming sites, go to YouTube, go to SoundCloud. But if you do stream, we're on Apple Music. We're on Tidal, we're on Spotify, um, Amazon, uh, everywhere streaming. Just uh, Google it. Uh, Google Play, you know, just anywhere. Legit Wet Tape. L-E-E-G-I-T, um, W-E-T Tape. Um, for the ladies, women's erotic testimonies is something you can, you know, pop in, vibe. Uh, I got a couple features on there. Um, some real good music, good vibes. And I, I think that um, the ladies and, the, you know, the fellas is something the fellas can use as a tool. You know what I'm saying? The pop in, you put in, you in the car, you want to set the tone, set the vibe with your lady. Pop that in. You know, it'll definitely set the vibe. Right. Now, have you had sex on your birthday yet? Not yet, man. My birthday's tomorrow, so, you know, I'm trying to set it all up to what, you know, I got got it all lined up as soon as the right, clock now, remember, up. now, let me say to yeah. how you meet a woman. You got to be smooth, and you got to be a gentleman. Remember that. Yes, sir. But you, and no homo, you're a good-looking white guy, you know? So I appreciate it. Really, they really going to come to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so as long as you got your teeth brushed, you smell good, you got a little cologne yes, on, you, you got a few dollars on you? Yeah. You got to okay. get you. You'll be good. Yeah, you got to buy, you know, you got to buy a drink and let them know that you're a gentleman. And, and, you know, you keep it moving from there, and you vibe, and you see what mm-hmm. works out, you know? But I like make it. Sure, classic. Yeah, but make sure you don't take nothing from no female. And I think you, to the people that's listening, I have to put that out there because I get tired of hearing these assault cases and 
men going to jail over some ass. This shit got to stop, uh-huh. yo. For sure. 100%. This shit got to stop. If a girl don't want to fuck you, don't fuck her. No, me, no. That's real. You yeah, yeah. Anything got to be serious? <laughs> At all. Yeah, it ain't that serious. So, you know, you, you have a good time. It's be- I'd rather for a guy to walk away a little disappointed than to be in prison wishing he could have did it another way. I would take it one mistake. One right. mistake, man. One mistake. Now, while I got okay. you in the air, we're going to start mm-hmm. working on the – you can start working on the new intro for the um, the TK Kirkland show for January, right? So we're having okay, ready for December. And what I want to do with this one, the new, the name of the new album next year is going to be T to the Motherfucking Cat. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's, that's what we going to call it. That name of the that's album. That's what they know, T to the, the Motherfucking Cat. Okay, I like that. Yeah, T to the Motherfucking Cat. So that's what we got to put together. And I'll let you know about that other song, uh, she came sample, in class it? to this. That's uh-huh. going to be the intro for the T to the Motherfucking K album. Um, and we'll start putting it together, and we, we'll be ready for next year. Happy birthday to you, fam. Thank May you, baby. Well, appreciate it. May you have many, many more. You know what I always told you? Stay focused. Keep your head to the yeah, ground. Sure. And remember, and remember one thing. Anybody can run when they're not tired. It's can you run when you're tired, meaning Woo. don't ever give up. Always keep trying, and you do your thing, all right? I love that. That's good. I needed to hear that one, bro. Appreciate it. You got the family. You know, I'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy yourself out in Los Angeles, okay? okay? For sure, man. Appreciate it. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. Hello. What's up, lady? Hey, how are you? Why are you whispering? Oh, I thought I was on the air. You are, but why are you whispering, though? Oh, too early. My kids sleep. What kids? I got a couple kids I'm watching right now. Oh, okay. I thought you probably dropped some on on the nigga in the, in the oh. last couple of years. No, no. Okay, so what, what crazy person getting married today? I have to say their name, though. I'm just curious. You said who? What crazy person getting married? Family member? Um, one of my family members. One of my... Uh, Cousins, he's married the love of his life. Oh, okay. How old is he? Thirty-three. Okay. All right. You got a house? Yes, they bought a house uh, about six months ago. So okay, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they they did the whole house thing first, and then uh, they're preparing for their big wedding today. So yeah. okay, cool. Are you in the wedding? No, no. Oh, my okay. schedule, I don't have time to be. Oh, so you just gonna go, boom, yeah. and then, okay, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I just been working hard, I was thinking about just let me get this young lady a car, that, it, until the car got here fast, I was tripping. Yeah, and I forgot to ask, like, was you talking about Central, Eastern, you know? I know, I'm on the East Coast, I'm usually at the bank around this time, I, I, I stay in the bank, I, I gotta always go see my homie and break them all or something. Every bank gotcha. is my homie. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so all this time I knew you and known you and all that good stuff, right? I didn't know that you worked in the prison system. I kind of knew. I guess I wasn't paying, paying any attention because of your beauty. 
Mm-hmm. I guess I wasn't like focused on that because I guess I was always trying to holler. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it was when we talked the other day. I was like, "Yo, that is crazy! I didn't even know that." So, um, now, so explain to me again what you do for people in prison and out of prison. So basically, working in corrections, um, I've done some of everything. Mm-hmm. Correction officer for the state, for the BOP, Bureau of Prisons, Federal Bureau of Prisons, at BOP, probation, mm-hmm. supervision, um, some of everything. So I've kind of got um, juvenile, the juvenile system. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been a little bit well-rounded as far as <clears throat> the judicial system go correction. So I kind of have a background, you know, working with the youth, the adults. Um, so what made you get into that? Like, how did that happen? Um, I was volunteering at uh, the homeless shelter, mm-hmm. and that just kind of um, kind of opened up my passion, especially those people who were being released from prison and didn't have anywhere to go. Right. So I thought by working in the prison system to kind of just see, hey, I wonder how you know I can kind of be a you know, some sort of service to kind of help these people in their transition back into society. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be bigger than just, you know, volunteering at a shelter. Um, so I looked into it and just started doing the background. I went from one stage to the to the next when I mm-hmm. said they had positions open from corrections and that. Okay. So now what changes have you seen? How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for 10 years. Uh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen a lot of changes. Um, Now I'm seeing a lot of uh, sexual violence among youth. Well, I have. Is that right? For the younger kids uh, fighting? The younger kids Mm -hmm. are uh, sexual predators. Um, They're getting a lot of sexual cases against um, sexual violent offenses from children who are sexually either violating us a family member, a neighbor, or whatever, and inside of the youth um, system, the judiciary. Now, what do you mean violating a family member? So, you know how we have rape, and sometimes, oh. you know, adult on adult, no, this is a child, you know, raping or violating sexually another child. It could be a sibling, a cousin, the next-door neighbor. It could be a child their age or younger. Mm-hmm. And what's the age of these people? Uh, juveniles, I mean, we've had offenders since young as five or six. Wow. As old as 17, yeah. Man. So so they're doing this to their own family members, they're doing it to neighbors, and they're doing it to each other in jail. That is the, that, has that grown a lot in the last 10 years? Um, with the juveniles, I, I work with adults now, but, yeah, it had. Yeah. I mean, back in the days when they first started the uh, youth prison system, they didn't have a lot of that happening. But mm-hmm. now it's kind of been like a trend. Yeah. What do you mean a trend? <laughs> Not like, <laughs> that it's something like the thing to do, but I'm just saying it's more popular now than it maybe was 15 so years ago. So, so people are coming in jail now to actually have sex. You can say that, mm-hmm. especially, oh. yeah, with same sex, mm-hmm. even in the adult uh, penal system. It's a lot of consensual sex amongst 
uh, adults, males especially. Females, hmm, here and there, they came in, most of them, if they were lesbian, they were lesbian. But a lot of guys who have been, like, on the edge, those are the ones who are definitely coming in there and, you know, gay for the stay. Wow, so some, so it's true when some of them guys come out, they try to get back in to see their boyfriend or they love her. Yeah, or they come out and they meet other guys um, whom they know that are in jail. You know, they kind of find people who they either were messing around with in jail who also have been released who kind of know their secrets. Because everybody that's been released from jail knows who is gay. Okay. You know, who was in there messing with boys because right. they help their family members on visits or the COs. Like, that's crazy. He was just in here kissing Mike Mike, and he out there kissing his mama or sister or girlfriend or whatever. Um, and then, too, like now they have an app, you know, mm-hmm. um, where they're hooking up with other men, um, transsexuals and stuff like that to feed those fetishes while still remaining on the down low. Okay, so... So you say an app, explain that, like an app to find a tranny or another uh-huh. man. You know, like okay. like a Tinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an app out there where, based on your location, if you download the app based on where you are or whatever, uh-huh. the app can ping your location and find other people within a radius. It can be 5 miles, 10 miles, 20 miles of other guys that are on that app or transsexuals, and you can kind of exchange information. So sometimes it's straight supposedly straight guys, or I should say down low, mm-hmm. guys who are on the app with other down low guys, you know, linking up. Right. Um, they even date other women. They even get together and date other women, you know, because I have clients who have, you know, disclosed this information to me. And, you know, because it's in their files or whatever. Even they date other women, so they'll date a man, but then they'll date women too. Oh, so say, say you and I are both males mm-hmm. and we're on the app and say we hook up together, but we may also double date with two females. So we're, we're you know. Get the yeah. fuck out. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with this world. This tranny shit is insane. Oh, yeah. A lot of men um, are into transsexuals because it kind of gives them that I'm not gay because it looks like a woman, but it's a man, so they're kind of satisfying each other. Right. And uh, they have that, um, what, what did that guy say? A man knows how to please a man. I think he just recently came out, though, but he was just saying a man knows what a man wants, so he's able to satisfy. But he didn't kind of openly become gay or experience his, he didn't have his first gay experience until he went to jail and was right. around with a gay yeah, but you say that they go in consensual. They know more attacking, like, oh, the niggas raped me. These motherfuckers oh, don't no, know Oh, no, yeah, that, that rape stuff, I mean, that's a very small percentage if that even happens at all. It's more state anyway than federal. It just kind of depends on your location, but it's consensual. It's a man is in there messing with a man. He's messing with him because he wants to mess with him because that's what he likes. And the thing is, it's like if you are doing that because, you know, with all these diseases and, you know, people um, running around killing 
there's significant others and stuff like that or whatever, people snapping. And so yeah, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's best you just be open and honest with yourself and whoever. You know, I mean, if you, you know, there are people who have had relationships, and I know this from a colleague. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been involved with the man for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And none of his family knows about this relationship. You know, when he comes in town, the family, um, uh, he sends, you know, his lover away, you know, whatever. Who wants to look like that? But his lover is so, uh, I, I don't know, love or dumb, as I would like to call it, that he just won't, you know, address the situation. I mean, he'll been it and say these different things, but the only way I found out is because I happened to be at a conference and my colleague was there and the significant other came with them mm-hmm. and I happened to see the two of them and, you know, it was kind of like, oh, shoot, like, who is this? And the significant other, you know, flamboyantly was like, hi, I, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, I would have never known because this guy keeps up a, you know, sharp, you know, and I don't know if it's because of his position. He doesn't want people to know. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, but another way, too, ladies, uh-huh. um, not to just, you know, try to go expose your man on Jack. I know I have family. Um, my sister's in Ohio, and uh-huh. they started a page called Sis, Is This Your Man? And okay. it's exposing, uh, you know, say, for instance, I... I meet this guy, and I'm really starting to get into him, but I haven't taken it to the next level. I'm thinking about us, you know, going further or whatever. You put mm-hmm. the guy's picture up there, and then there's a bunch of women in this group who are kind of like, yay or nay, or yeah, he's messing with me too, or he's a mm-hmm. dog, or he's behind on, you know, whatever. So it's kind of yeah. hoping expose these guys. So that would be another good idea, too, for women in other areas. To kind and what's of- the name of that app, one? It, no, that's not an app. That's just a group on Facebook, and it's called Sis. Is this your man? Okay, Sis, is this your man? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not against dudes being players. You know, I'm against it, and I'm not against it. I'm saying to because in this world that we live in, no one has ever been able to figure out why do men cheat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you go deep, it's part of masculinity. It's like what men are supposed to do. I agree that you stay single, you could date who you want to date and not have any issues, right? But once you do make that commitment and you do what you got to do, you just got to be discreet. But when it gets to a certain point that um, a man can't control his bad habits, because, you know, on, on this show, I've had men hit me up about dating, they're married, but they want to have sex with their wives' sister. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell them, no, like, if you got your motherfucking mind, like, when yeah. you get caught or get the girl pregnant? You know, that, that you know. Oh, and the sister down, too? Oh, no, I don't know the sister down. They just oh, was okay. asking me how to go about it. And okay. I try to convince people to really to do the right thing. Yeah. That's what I do. I try to convince them to do the right thing because it's no need to have that confusion in the world, especially when there's so much other ass out here. You ain't got to go that close to home. Like, if you do cheat, don't go close to home. Like, damn. 
Because if you get caught, it's just a, a bad effect all the way around. Yeah. Like I read an article the other day where this um, girl's boyfriend got busted sleeping with her, her mom. Mm. And she threw grits on his ass. He was in the hospital. Face, shoulder, arm was burnt the F up. And see, that's the thing. It's like, you know, 2018. And it's like, at this point, you know, with technology and women, you know, always playing investigators anyway. Right. Why lie? You know, just be a friend. Hey, I'm dating. I'm not looking for anything serious. You know, um, this is what it is. When I'm with you, I'm with you. When I'm not, I'm not. You know, and a lot of people can't um, just do that. You know, they're so busy trying to be sneaky. And I always tell like even my uh, people, you know, that I work with, I tell them, like, look, the truth is going to come out anyway. So you're better off getting it out up front because when you start really getting into somebody or you have somebody that's really feeling you, mm-hmm. you know, your whole attitude and behavior pattern starts changing. And that person, if your person, the person you with know you, they're going to know something different. Like, damn. Yeah, sudden, so quick question. What do you do when <clears> – <throat> Two guys give each other disease, and those two guys, or what? Out of those two guys, they give their girlfriend or wife a disease. Because I'm quite sure that's come across your table once or twice. You're talking about what do I do as far as like what kind of advice do you give them? Well, because I know this happens. Not really. I've heard of situations. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of situations where it's happened. The only advice I can give anybody, only you know what you're doing, get tested. You know, if you even have a suspicion, an inclination, a thought, because like I said, with that group on Facebook, so many women found out their men were living a double life. Mm-hmm. You know, you got kids over here, you got another kid and two more kids in a whole other school district. You thinking your guy's a truck driver. The days he's supposedly on the road, he with this other family. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? And the other Uh woman knows about the other woman, so it's like, okay, so they're working around it. And sometimes, you know, some of these women are getting the benefits of, you know, women being a side piece. So it's like, hey, you know, he's taking care of me. You know, I don't care. Uh But it's like when you got children involved or when he dies, you know, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, so many niggas run around with no life insurance. That should be your priority as a right. person trying to worry around 15 women. But yeah, you, know, you got to have a will. You got to have a will. Right. And you got to have life insurance and have that shit designated because once the state get it and go to probate, everybody's mm-hmm. fucked. Yep. And so it's like, you know, you running around sneaking and doing all this stuff and your affairs ain't in order. You know, you haven't had a checkup. So you don't know what you got. And then you got to be honest. And that's another thing because it's like when you, I think about that show, uh, what's, what's Issa Rae, um show called? Um, darn, I can't think of the name of it. I'm about HBO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, un, um, un, I forgot the name of it too. Insecure. Insecure, right. Uh, there was an episode where her ex-boyfriend had was messing with all these women. He caught an STD. And he had mm-hmm. to call up all the women he slept with that he could remember to let them know, like, hey, go get checked out. It got so bad, he was calling women he didn't even sleep with. And they're like, Ugh. I saw that episode, and I don't really watch that show that much. Yeah. <laughs> but when it caught me one day, I'm laying in one of my hotels, I'm going through the channels, 
and equipment because I didn't know they was fucking on there like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, oh shit, what's, what the fuck is up with this? And Ben caught my attention, and I saw him calling everybody. Yeah, so, you know, you got that, too. So it's like, you know, you must want to the wrong person a disease who was creeping. Now they got to go tell their husband or wife, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like, you know, that spirals out of her. Well, where do you get it from? You know, people, you know, right, it's it's not a game. You know, it's like no, it's be up front, and then people let them choose if they want to be bothered with that or not or going about your business because somebody will put up with it because you can, you know, somebody looking for that too, like, oh, we can creep, ain't no streams, you know, mm-hmm. it's the matter, whatever, and then I don't got to worry about you acting crazy, and I worry about me acting crazy, you know, the situation when we're together, we're together, because when we be lying, that's when women call and play an investigator, popping up over mama and grandma's house. Now, have you ever had a situation where the woman, while the dude was locked up, found out that he was gay while he was in there? I haven't had that, but I've had had clients come to the office with their woman. They got violated. Um, We're getting ready to, you know, obviously be locked up because they Uh got another case. And the boyfriend showed up. Get the um, F out of here. Yeah, the boyfriend showed up too. And, uh, yeah, that was crazy. I also had a case. Well, no, no, wait, before we go to that one, I want to work, I want to talk about that one. So when you went crazy, what happened? She just, she finds out right mm-hmm. then that he has a boyfriend. And what is her response? How is it, how does she handle it? She was just stuck. Like, just sitting there looking like, are you, are you serious? You know, before she started going crazy and she had to be escorted out. But, yeah, so, you know, that type of stuff happens. But what I was going to say, which is the case I should have used first before that yeah. one, we had a client who um, <clears throat> was coming forth uh, sentencing for a violation, mm-hmm. and he was there. And I guess the boyfriend didn't know that he had court, so he had been calling and calling. He wasn't answering. Right. So you know how people always checking in some damn where. So he checked in and was like, you know, y'all pray for me or whatever on social media. So then he knew he was at court. So he like, oh, let me go be there for my baby, whatever. Right, right. He shows up or whatever. But he had his receipt. So <clears throat> he comes, you know, the boyfriend, the guy's there, you know, with the family and everything and stuff like that or whatever. They had rescheduled the court. So um, because of something, I think his lawyer asked for continuance. Right. And, um He's walking out or whatever. The boyfriend's there. We're all in the hallway. I'm talking to my colleague. So he was like, I was sitting there blowing you up, trying to figure out why you want to ask me, why you ain't tell me you had court. Now, mind you, the guy there with his mama, brother, his girlfriend, his two children. And people are like, who is this? Or whatever. He like, man, I'll talk to you later, dude. You know, trying to downplay. He's like, no, you're going to talk to me now. Oh, with your girl. Oh, you don't know about me, sweetie, boo-boo. Pull out these photos. Uh, them doing they one, two, three, and everything, and then some. And Whoa. Sure did. Sure did. She went the attacking him, which she, you know, she got pulled off of him, you know, whatever like that. The guy, he just went into the elevator and just pressed the button and walked away. The the, the boyfriend or the, the boyfriend? The, lover? Mm-hmm. the the lover, yeah, the lover. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Because while the girlfriend was attacking the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Messy, messy. That's man. I felt sorry. I felt sorry for his mom and dad. Right. The mom, you know, she's sitting there holding her chest, so they had to, you know, get medical for her. So you just, you know, it's just best that you just decide what you're going to do. You're going to be with him. And it's just a her. bad situation. When we talked about this the other day, and I said I had to put this on the air, because you know, I'm always trying to find interesting things to talk about and give knowledge to the world at the same time. And I found this to be fascinating because not too many people really talk about this real shit right here, you know. Yeah. Like, and you people know, got, think that it don't happen until it happens to them. You know, there are people who are committing suicide because they decided to live in this false truth that they want to be with a woman after being with a man because they want to have a family and, and they can't live with the lies. And right. And family's not finding out. You know, sometimes people need to talk about this stuff. If you've got that urge for a man, you know, it's better you tell somebody, even if you just tell one person, mm-hmm. you know, and you're trying to deal with that thing so you can pray about it or whatever because you don't want to act on it like the show Green Light, least. Right. You know, it's like, it's something going to have to give. you either going to have to live in your truth or live in your lie. You know, either way, it's going to drive you crazy if, you know, if there's people around you who don't know, you know, and it's like, you know, you gotta you got to do something. You know, the more I get, the older I get, the more I realize I really have a great fucking life. And what I mean by that is I got peace of mind. Like, I, I, I ain't caught up in all that other shit. I'm just tripping, right? There's mm-hmm. niggas padded up strong, like, teeth to the motherfucker K, and these niggas is, got lovers locked up, and a fucking girl, the girls don't know how they're getting these diseases, because the guy's saying one thing and doing another, and, you know, sometimes the women do it too, give me an example, there's a story that's coming on later on my show, um, this guy here went to prison. He got out, got his life together. Um, he works on Alaska Pipeline. And that job, they do random drug testing. So one day he gets tested and he's positive. He gets fired. After all this year, he make good money. He said, TK, I couldn't figure out how the fuck I didn't pass the test. Long story short, his wife was doing drugs. She wasn't shooting. She was putting cocaine in her pussy when they was fucking. Wow. Yep. And got his bloodstream. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy as hell. That's crazy as hell. And see, that's another thing, too, people out here. We've had a large um, epidemic. It seemed like people died in their sleep. Uh-huh. In jail? No, just in in general. Okay, okay. Um, people are dying in their sleep, and I don't know if it's because um, people aren't going to get checkups or people know and they don't want to deal with whatever ailments that they have. They don't want the reality of somebody saying, because you know your body. They don't want right. to hear, I have cancer and it's aggressive since stage four and I got six months to live. So they just right, right, going true. about their everyday life. Don't tell anybody. Then you leave your family here, you know, wondering like, damn, why didn't they tell me? Or 
these young people committing suicide or people committing suicide. And, you know, it's like, dang, TK was so full of life. And, but ain't nobody never check on TK. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody said, you know, yeah, TK, he out here doing his thing, you know, he bought his money, doing this, he got his podcast, he got the clothing, he got the comedy. But nobody's checking on you to see how you're doing mentally to be dealing with, you know, everyday life and everything that's going on. And then here it is, you damn depressed. Right, right, and right. Don't for the record, because- for the record, people, I get a checkup. For the record, I'm not depressed. <laughs> for the record, I'm a happy motherfucker. So I just want to put that out there in the universe. Okay, go ahead. That's good. So, you know, so then you have these people and people are, their families and friends are in denial because they're like, no, it has to be foul play. I know, you know, such and such didn't do that. Yeah, they did. Right, right. They had little subliminal messages in their postings or their photos that told you that they needed help. But, you know, what we do, we zone about to the next meme or the next thing that's going on or whatever and don't really check on people. And I says to um, my family, like, you got to start checking on people. Even the healthy people that strong, hell, check on me. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you okay? Everything going okay? Because, you know, we have moments, you know, especially when we grieving over a loved one or somebody. It's like, you know, you got to check on people. If right. you're not feeling well, tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to be a topic of discussion for everybody to be running around telling your business like, I don't know how she ever that shit and that no good deed. But you mm-hmm. know somebody so that they can, you know, come walk with you, talk to you, give you some tips on how they got better or whatever, but we don't want to have a conversation. But then when family members and stuff end up dying, now you start to go fund me pages. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you know. That could have all been possibly avoided had we just, you know, took the time to look out for each other and just say, hey, you know, ain't talked to you in a while, just seeing how you're doing, not to be nosy. Right, right. I understand, honey. Yeah, I definitely I just really thought that that was fascinating, though. Because, you know, that was something I used to hear a lot. I guess by me being so busy and traveling the world as much as I do, I'm really out of touch in some areas. But mm-hmm. like I said, when we spoke the other day, and it just clicked, because, you know, I was, you know, I think you're just so fine. And I'm like, oh, you know, I always try, try to holler at you and flirt with you. I'm on the way. I don't be paying attention to certain things. And not that you're still not beautiful to me, but when we talked, I was like, bam, we got to talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. So to the fans, listen to me, to males, to the females around the world. This is some real shit going on. So I have to play both sides of the fence in this situation. What I mean by that is I have to expose the men to the ladies who got families, who has boyfriends that are taken through this to protect their lives. It's just my duty as just a real nigga. At the same time, I gotta put the men up on game that if this is what you're doing, you gotta start manning up. Get your thoughts right. Now here's a good question here, hun. What about females in the same situation? Like you've got females, right, who got husbands, but they got a girlfriend on the inside or they get married. 
and they leave their husbands and their kids for a female they met in jail. Have you ever experienced that situation? Yes. Now, with that, though, a lot of women, unlike men who are openly um, bisexual or bicurious, they'll tell their partner. Wow. Because, you know, a lot of men are kind of like, oh, yeah, two girlfriends or two women. Right. Um, in that case, a lot of that is being disclosed up front or down the line because the guy can kind of see it. You know, he may say something or see her looking, you know, a little too hard, harder than him. Mm-hmm. He may ask her or something. So a lot of that that's taking place, it's already, like, known. Now, as far as if she catches a case, if she goes in and she comes back out or whatever, leave her husband for a woman, that's very rare Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, if she has a girlfriend who's still inside or a girl she was messing with inside and they outside dating or whatever, she just probably, if she's not, she, if she's in a relationship, she may just dump him. If she has a husband with kids, they may work out an arrangement to where they have um, joint custody or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. She gets, you know, the whole uh, holidays or weekend, every other weekend or something like that or whatever, and they will take the holidays. So, that happens, though, very rarely. But a lot of women are more open to just say, like, yeah, I like women or I have dated women. Because there's women who I know um, in the system who, like I said, with the whole gate for the state, they were in there messing with females because, I, you know, it was for the thrill of it. They all, it was something they wanted to do. Right. Whatever. So they did it. It's out their system. They could care less. You know, right, right, and right. They're like, we, we, I'm back in society. I don't really got to think about it. But then there are mm-hmm. some women who carry on these relationships with other women and men, you know, but they will tell the spouse. And another thing that a lot of people don't talk about is there's a lot of domestic violence among women, women and women relationships, mm-hmm. not just men right. and women, women and women. So, you know, that happens too. So they kind of. Um, they may go back and forth depending on the circumstances, but yeah. But more yeah, women. But some are women think because they fucking with another female, that female knows how to love me and knows what I want. But they fight, I think, more than men do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if their woman is caught. Um, when I did domestic violence court, if the the a female is more upset with her female lover, she cheat on her with a man than she is if she cheat on her with another woman. Wow. Yeah. Because she's because she got this like taboo of you gay and you go get dick. Like bitch, I dare you. That type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you're supposed to be against dick once you start going down that path. It's, 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 listen to me everybody. I just think that it's something to talk about I think is a great topic and the bottom line is try to do the right thing and bring peace to your life like that that's my thing all this because we have no direction now over the years people don't look at the Bible I'm not really a Bible guy I just know that um, in life you have to have rules and structure to live a decent life you know and like when, when people get uh, born, they'll say, "Oh, I was born gay," and all this. Because I, I believe that for some people, and some people, it was a choice, just like um, smoking a pack of cigarettes, or taking drugs, 
or becoming an alcoholic. It's a choice. So if it's a choice, you can choose to do the right thing. And you'll probably say to me, well, TK, how do you know what the right thing is? I know peace of mind is the right thing. Y'all keep following me on the TK Kirkman Show. Make sure you tell your friends, family, members, your friends in jail, your friends coming out of jail, um, and everybody, because we want everybody to listen to the TK Kirkman Show. And as always, beautiful, it's a pleasure. You know, I'll see you next month so we get together. Okay. okay. All right? And thank All you right. so much for your time. Okay. To the fans around the world, may your pain be champagne. It's the TK Kirkman Show. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you check out my tour, October 26th, 27th, my album comedy release party at Caroline's um, on Broadway in New York City. Um, make sure you purchase um, the Gangster Conversation comedy album or the single that's streaming now on Spotify. Win two tickets to my show. You got to take the picture of the, the iTunes. You have to buy it and show that it's paid for. Send it to my Instagram, TK underscore Kirkland. Win tickets to the show. It's going to be off the chain. And just follow me on Instagram so that way you can see all my shows around the country. All right? So, um... This Wednesday coming up, you're going to catch me at the Improv in Tampa, St. Louis, Missouri, from Thursday through Friday. Just check on my Instagram. You'll see me post it. And then the following week, all New York, the Breakfast Club, um, Godfrey Show, the Cameron Hunter Show, all these on the radio show series, FM Shade 45. All this is going to be off the chain. All right? So may God bless you. Uh, may your pain be champagne. Peace. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.